Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Jellicle Blank Slate. Thanks for pushing Jellicle Play. It's your Jellicle host here, Rich Camelucci, uh, with his Jellicle co-host on the Jellicle line, Chris Jellicle Mullet. How you doing, Mullet? It has been a Jellicle day, Jellicle Rich. I am beyond Jellicle excited to go over the best Jellicle movies, Jellicle television shows, and Jellicle nonfiction and reality Jellicle things of 2000 and Jellicle 19 and beyond and uh, the decade all of Jellicle 2010s but first (laughs) my wife shuddered as she came into the room and (laughs) left immediately uh, Tom Cruise and Born on the Fourth of July didn't have flashbacks that bad Um, so we've both seen Cats Let's just do it, baby. Let's go crazy on each other, huh? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you were anticipating this more than anyone else that I knew. So I, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to let you fucking ISO out. So if you're not listening to Married with Movies, the Married with Movies podcast that I have with my wife on the Arcade Audio Network, uh, you aren't aware of the fact that I am a connoisseur of bad movies as much as I enjoy a great movie. And we're going to go over a lot of great movies here today. I think I get more enjoyment out of watching a bad one. I, it's something I've loved as long as I can remember. And I also follow box office. I'm in a fantasy movie league. We've talked about on here and there's always inevitably these movies that you see on the release schedule. And like, you never see or hear anything about food fight was one that we, we just did on the podcast a few weeks ago. That was a fascinating like, literally took episode. Like, it took like 15 years to come out. We were all high as fuck too. <laughs> but, but that was that here nor there. Um, yeah, it was fascinating because I was, I was waiting for that for like ever. Cause you kept seeing it. Cats was just like that. We're like, I'm reviewing movies for like the summer movie league and i'm like well what's coming out in a few months and i would see cats is like wait they're doing a cats with tom hooper taylor swift like how do i not know anything about this and then the trailer drops and you know exactly why i mean and it was the without the, hyperbole i watched the trailer 20 times like the first day because i couldn't believe it was happening nor could anyone else. The internet collectively collapsed in upon itself. And yeah, it felt like, like the world was catching up to you instead of you not knowing to how to use like TikTok or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is, I was Captain Ahab and that's my Moby Dick. And I was like, I know how that's surrounded. This will not end this way. I am going Which to. Which was an underrated Jellicle cat was Moby Dick. Moby Dick Elise or whatever. Yeah, no, but it's Moby with like four eyes in a row, and then the dick is literally just like Prince's symbol. Um, so I had to. Then here came the problem: who do I get to go with me? <laughs> because uh, of course it was going to be my partner in crime for all these movies, Andrew Zangri. We've been doing this literally since high school, like our sophomore year, going to see fucking Like Mike and like bad movies on purpose. 
And his normal Christmas trip turned into a Thanksgiving trip. I was like, well, that's not going to fucking work. So then I asked R.J. Mills, who told me to go fuck myself. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to R.J.'s rap, you know I asked R.J. Are are you telling me that R.J. hates cats? (laughs) Yes, R.J. hates cats. Oh, man, Tope, there's your next idea. Um, so then I finally, my buddy at work, Justin, I was like, Hey man, he knew how much I was, I was like, wanted to. And he's like, I'll go with you. I'm like, I appreciate that. We had it set up for this past Saturday, ready to wear and to go. Like two days before he's like, Hey, so my girlfriend surprised me. She's in town. Like I got to bail on you. And I'm like, fuck. All right, man, no worries. So what do I do? I come home moaning and groaning. And what does she do with the oath and the vows that she gave to me? was despite everything she wanted, my wife joined me to see cats, which meant that our daughter, our three-year-old daughter, had to come with us, which was an earnest conversation, was do we put her through this? Do we think she can get through this? At least when, now you know what her what the first topic at therapy is going to be. <laughs> I was going to say her threshold for pain is... <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, same. Uh, my wife would like to say something. I just wanted to be on the record that I'm a fucking sucker. You are. You're a sucker I'm and a, a half. Sucker and a half. Yeah. You were so depressed. Because yeah. because uh, because Justin could have gone. And he just decided not to. I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I want to see your reaction. <laughs> no, he hung out with Gabby. He hung out with Gabby. I promise. I'm gonna you. kill somebody. You were just so. <laughs> I, I like, like legitimately was sad. I was like I so I was so looking forward to experiencing it because you can get hyped up for this. Like I was, but there was nothing coming out that made me second guess it. I only got more excited. Like you saw it, and then Tony saw it, mm-hmm. and then I saw like the, the every time I would just go to the the discussion on uh, the the movie subreddit, and whatever the newest comment was got me more and more and more excited. Like at one point I clicked, and the person said, "This is just money laundering." I was like, "This is great." <laughs> Then I, then I saw like somebody talking about like cockroach faces, and I was like, "How? What? Yes!" And then like gifts started coming out, and I was like, "I don't want to see too much, but I I also don't want to see it at all, but I want to see more of it." I, I just I I had to I had to happen. I had to see it in theaters. So we went to like the worst, not the worst movie theater in town, but we went to like the bad part of town movie theater because it was cheaper. Because <laughs> at least if we're gonna do this, we're gonna be. Uh, frugal, and there was maybe like maybe like 30 people not even 30 maybe like 15 20 people in the theater there was a, a family of like six or eight in the row next to us and the kids were o- much older than jillian but just wouldn't stop yelling and talking and screaming so there was a couple next to us i don't know why everyone picked the same row just kept like shushing them and yelling at them. It just added to the experience. <laughs> it's like I'm glad I'm having a bad theater experience and I'm watching cats. Uh, and yeah, it was everything I wanted more. It was without question one of the top five worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so confusing. And I knew it was going to be because cats, as you're a musical theater person, you know that show fucking sucks. It's a bad play. So did you did you know that about cats beforehand? I knew. Here's what I knew about cats prior. I knew that it had no story, really. I knew that it was based off of uh, a series of T. S. Eliot poems. 
I knew yes. that my mom had a cat sweatshirt uh, growing up. Uh, when I was growing up, she would wear it. Um, and we had like a big like like program from when she went and saw it, I guess. Um, and a new memory was like the big song. Sure. Um, yes. And obviously the I also knew and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, the first my because right before I got into musical theater, um, it's referenced in Team America because uh, what's his name's character? Like his brother got like, I don't know if it was like molested or like attacked by the entire cast of cats. Oh. And he's just like, it's saying this really serious story about his, what's happened to his brother, but he's just sprinkling in like rum tub tugger and Mr. <laughs> Mistopheles as names of people doing things. Yeah. So I knew it was ridiculous. And then I got into musical theater and realized that, Oh yeah. Like nobody does these songs for like theater competition. And like, like it, it's just, it's an, it's a, one of the most highest grossing and longest running shows basically just based off of, you gotta see this. And no one's like, oh, yeah, is it really good? No, you just got to see this, <laughs> is, is what it ended up being. So I knew that, but then it just doesn't translate in, like, nine different ways as a movie. Uh, I see what you did there. Um... Oh, that was an accident. <laughs> it just brings out the best of me. It's all it is. <laughs> so I went and saw it with... Uh, Johnny O'Mara and his wife, Jessica. Uh, we went to a matinee because, again, we weren't going to spend money on this. Um, mm-hmm. And an observation that we had made um, going into this, uh, which also, mind you, like if you look at all of their promotional materials, it all says coming out Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And it came out five days before Christmas. <laughs> They couldn't even get the date right. So it only made what two point eight million dollars its opening weekend. No, it made it made like four or five. Oh, like big difference! In their defense, I think the version of the movie they were supposed to release with everything corrected did come out on Christmas. What version? So the part where they- Tom Hooper fucking came out to the, at the premiere and said, "Yeah, I just finished this eighteen hours ago." Like, there will never be a finished fucking version of this. They will keep, like, George Lucas, he will keep, Tom Hooper will keep re-releasing cuts of this fucking movie (laughs) for the next 35 years. Everyone everyone wants a Snyder cut of Justice League. Fuck you, we're going to get 18 Hooper Hooper cuts cuts. of cats. (laughs) 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 Fucking Hooper cuts is fucking funny. <laughs> it sounds like the Dr. Seuss version of a of a fucking barbershop. Hooper cuts. Um and, and I want it to be in the tenth Hooper cut, he just adds Jabba the Hutt in for some reason. They just replace Idris Elba with like Mahershala Ali. He goes full like, fucking Brian Wilson, just like hold up in his goddamn room. Like they've coming up with different mm-hmm. fucking cuts of this movie. Um <clears throat> he, more so more so what I meant by the way about it being finished was like so like there are parts where like like feet are clipping through like the floor, <laughs> like human hands are seen with manicures and wedding rings and not yeah. cat hands. I think one had a watch at some point. <laughs> what? I'm pause. Sorry, cat. I like cat hands better. <laughs> My wife corrected me on pause. Yeah, I think there was a watch. No. Yeah, there were no pause. If there were pause. 
Here's okay. All right. So let me just, uh, okay. So we went to go see it. And before we walked in, Johnny and I like crunched the numbers and, you know, Rotten Tomato scores being what they fucking are. Uh, mm-hmm. Cats and Star Wars, their combined Rotten Tomato score equaled that of Spies in Disguise. Yeah. Which I saw with my wife, and it was it was delightful. Yeah, I'm supposed to go see it with Charlie. Um, she won't it's, it's, it's fucking it down. Um, <laughs> and and so so we go in, and there were really, yeah like ten to fifteen people in there. There was like a dad mm-hmm. with his two daughters, and they mm. were very into cats. They were like mm. they were like fucking cat girls, man. Um, and then the. the 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 hands, the feet, the 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 noses. Above all, the noses. If I'm you trying to tell, they just made them like little 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 cat cat noses. It may have been it may have been better because they would have been they, they would have little they, they would have little had little kitty faces. They would have had kitty faces. And and then I just there kept thinking about hell. What? I would say there were some points where like I couldn't tell like what was CGI. Like there were some that just looked like their faces were painted. That's right. how bad the CGI was. It was like paint slathered on their face. Well, and so yeah, I got really hung up on those things, and then I got really fucking into thought on just like the the CGI tails and ears, and how like mm-hmm. whenever they were singing songs. Like and mm-hmm. the, like an ear would twitch a little bit or a tail would twitch a little mm-hmm. bit. Like that's a that's a decision someone made. Every time there's like a rash dance move, it was so jarring because the you could see the computer yeah. try to catch up with the dancer, and it's well, like that's but that's like, one thing. That's like uh, choreography and not being able to fucking like just technology work. I'm talking like specifically like somebody at a fucking computer was sitting down oh, going like <laughs> that ear needs to twitch right there. What? Uh, fucking, and then, and then, like, halfway through, I'm thinking, like, I'm just trying to think of, I'm thinking of just, like, tweets that I'm, I, I just can't wait to fucking fire off. Uh, and one of them mm-hmm. that I start drafting in my head was, oh, yeah, my favorite, and I still ended up tweeting it, but it was like, yeah, my favorite part is when the first cat in the first frame makes direct eye contact with you, never breaks it until the end of the fucking movie. And then what happens for the last 10 minutes of the goddamn movie is fucking Judy Dench staring in your fucking soul, man, telling you that how cats aren't dogs. And my Judy body rips in half. <laughs> Judy Dench looked dead at every motherfucker at the same time. It was... And just... You've seen Ghost, right? With Patrick yeah, Swayze and Demi yeah, Moore. Yeah. You know, like like the ghosts that take the bad people to hell? I felt like those were exiting my body at the end of the movie. <laughs> Judy Dutch was looking at me. It was and, just and the most... As Jennifer Hudson is just oh. floating away for fucking an hour. It's just uh, sailing away, and Ethan Elba gets his comeuppance by just kind of falling off of a rope and just being on a roof somewhere. What are they going to do about that guy? He's still a thing. So, and then, then the credits roll, and the thoughts—it's <laughs> over. The then the thoughts I'm left with are: I've never seen a film that's 95 percent exposition before. So that alone is kind of 
impressive. And then the next thought I have is, oh, this is proof that we need to be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Skynet. This is this is proof that like yes. no, we've just taken this w- one step too far. We need to hit the big reset button and just go back to fucking like reinventing photography and then silent films. And then like if we do good with that, we earn sound and then, you know, like we can start using like some practical effects and then like some blue screen and shit like that. It was it was an abuse of technology. It was it was an abuse of everything. It was like I'll tell you what. That was the best episode of Black Mirror I've seen in a long time. <laughs> uh, I so I was talking with uh, Tony and Zangri about it, and as how did there was not one person? Those are long ass credits. One person is all it takes. Did to you stay raise for the whole their hand. What did you stay for the whole credits? It takes a while to get like the child gathered and everything. Okay. We didn't say for the whole credits. And I'm not saying I'm asking. Like a fucking I'm, I'm, after credit scene for that cat. No, I'm not looking. Samuel, I'm not looking for Samuel Jackson Batson? to walk out to talk about the Cat Avenger Initiative, um, which I'd be all for. The Cat Cinematic Universe. Give me the CCU now. I want it. Um, but like, not one person was like the fuck. Like, like nobody with a brain threw their body in front of us, and now it's. It's in the Pantheon. It's undoubtedly the worst big-budget movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, they're bad big-budget movies. Like, any Michael Bay movie. Like, this is an unmitigated, all-time kerplunk. And it just doesn't stop. Like, you just went from, like, the opening all the way to, like, the end. And we didn't cover Rebel Wilson just seemingly not existing in this movie in, like, the scope of what it means to be this movie, besides the fact that she's a cat. Like, she's just Rebel Wilson in the movie. She's basically Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin in this movie. (laughs) I... You have James just having less talent than had they given an actual cat the job. Uh... And then Ian McKellen, bless his heart. Like, that's the thing. is like Rebel Wilson and James Corden doing this. Like, sure, fine, fucking whatever. They are not above this. Whereas, they're prostitutes. They will say yes to anything. Whereas there are plenty of people in this... I'm using the word motion here very liberally. This motion picture... There's too much motion. That have clout. That have they have been recognized by royalty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, two of them. Yeah, uh, and it's just like, look, De Niro was in Rocky and Bowwinkle, and Ian McKellen was in fucking Cats. So, like, at the end of the day, nothing fucking matters, I guess. But like, fair. <laughs> But like you know, man, I, you, you made me want to rewatch Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard! <laughs> Sam just shaking her head on the couch. No. <laughs> nominate it. Oh. Nominate it. Buy it and nominate it. I gotta, I gotta buy it. I gotta double check to see if we don't already have it. But uh, uh, 
<laughs> but this is the problem. It's a sickness, man. It's an but addiction. There's, there's like... some things that you're just never going to be able to scrub from your head. And one of them yeah. is Sir Ian McKellen, fucking Magneto, lapping up water out of a fucking saucer. <laughs> His vocal warm up. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> and like, there's... I think he was the the best acting cat just for having like scratched up against that post. He's the only fucking cat yeah. I saw scratch up against a goddamn post. I thought these were fucking cats, man. You got into the cat of it all. Ray Winstone. Fuck man. I was like, no, not you too. And then he's just, he's growled tiger. It's like, fuck it. Eater's elbow without Stringer the clothes on. Bell. Was. Oh. He's particularly going for it. Yeah. Which like when you look at his 2019 in scope, it's just like, oh, yeah, fuck. This was just your fucking year of uh, this is your doesn't count year because you were mm-hmm. bad guy in Hobbs and Shaw. You were a coach in NBA 2K. And then you did this. Mm-hmm. This was your I want to buy a boat year. It's time for me to get in on yacht season. I, it lived up to every bit of hype. And then my favorite thing that happened at the end of it, I'll share with everybody because not everyone's Facebook friends with me. So Jillian was maybe like, she was pretty restless throughout the majority of the movie. Also, she hadn't taken a nap that day. I'm going to attribute it to that. Well, she was excited um, for the Jellicle and, Ball. Yeah, and not the, the abortion that was happening in front of us. Um, and the movie ends and like we're gathering up and getting ready to go. And she, she you know. I, I always ask her the same thing, and she always says the same thing. I go, Jillian, did you like the movie? And she goes, yeah. And I go, so what'd you like about it? And she takes like a second and goes, I like the cats, and I lost my mind. <laughs> I don't know why. It was so funny to me. <laughs> but I cackled like fucking Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't stop because it was like, sure you did. Uh, I tested this out. I didn't tell Sam this. Uh, when I picked her up from school today, and I always like, we small talk on the way home. I go, hey, remember we saw the Cats movie, Jen? She goes, yeah. I go, you liked it, right? She goes, yeah. I'm like, what'd you like about it? And she goes, it was new. <laughs> so it's just so, <laughs> review of Cats. It had Cats and it was new. And that was enough for her. That's like the perfect fucking kid thing, man. Like, I I like to I like when people bring this up. I like talking about it, like listening about it, to, uh, listening to people talk about it. But like, like when you first realize that something can be bad and you can express that it was bad, like what a special moment! <laughs> what if the, it's 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 the cinematic equivalent of of Santa Claus not being real. Is yes. is yeah, and and like that's I need you to let me know like as soon as Jillian's just like. No, I didn't like that. I will. Trust me. I'm, I'm waiting for it to happen on something. It sounds like you're trying I feel like to make it happen by taking her to see fucking cats. Oh, it's close. Of course. Yeah, she's going to have to sit through something crappy here soon. I forget what we have coming up on down the pike uh, for married movies. Uh, but um, I've already made the promise. Uh, it's uh, Depending on when this posts, this week on married movies, Samantha and I did our nominees for the 2019 Mullet Awards, where we give out awards based on the movies we watched from the past year. Uh, and I already made the promise. I, I briefly went over my recap of cats on there as well. It's cat week here on Arcade Audio. Um, and I made a promise to our listeners there that before the year's out, I will have bought the movie and we will have watched it <laughs> for the podcast already. Of course. Because as soon, as soon as I have a way to do this again, 
over and over again, I will. Because I want I want this to be my like shining. Like I want to make a room two thirty seven in like ten years about cats. Um there has and, to be something else that's here. Oh, there's so much you can pick apart as far as like, you know, are they aliens? Like, you know, is this about uh Brexit? Like, you know, there's a bunch of different ways you can go. Like, there's definitely 237 uh, potential here. Yeah. Here's here's what I want to know. Who, in your mind, was the horniest cat? Ooh, horniest cat. I mean, I just want to give out, like, awards just based on this movie alone now. Sure, sure. Horniest cat. Fuck. We can ping so hard. I gotta categories. Think, I got to think pre-catnip and post-catnip. Um, pre catnip, I I think you'd have to say Rum Tum Tugger. Post catnip, they, they they had to CGI out Jason Derulo's dong. I've heard so much about Jason Derulo's penis over the past like week Look. that no Samantha, <laughs> you're not starting on this again. Uh, that I that it's it's become a part of my life now and I don't like it. So it'd be my pre catnip, my post catnip. Um. Uh, what the fuck was uh, uh, what was his name? Not Mister Mistopheles, the other one that was kind of like leading Victoria along. Oh yeah, um, I, I don't fucking know what that guy's name, that cat's name was. Yeah. Like he looks like he looks like Alex Moffat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What an inconsequential. What an inconsequential yeah. cat. Yeah, but he was like in every fucking scene, singing every fucking song. Yeah. Once the catnip happened, he seemed a little bit more like thrusty and sensual. So I'd go with him. I um, think horniest cat what? hands down goes to Rebel Wilson. She was literally spread eagle, <laughs> spread. That is correct. Spread tabby. Yeah, or whatever I, it was. She was literally I stripping forgot. out of her fucking clothes, jumpsuit, yeah. second skin, zipper. <sighs> I forgot about that. Thank you for bringing that back to my attention, Rich. I appreciate that so I'm much. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, who, uh, so, so let's get serious here. Who really deserved to be going to have a side layer? If it wasn't, if, if take Grizabella out of the equation, because sure. really she wasn't yeah. a Jellicle, right? She was, she was cast aside from the Jellicles. Well, so I think she, it's one of those things where like, like, if you're, even if you're like cast out of the Jellicles, you're still, <laughs> tell, tell Sam to, to hang on. I'm about to make a very good point where he's about like, to make a very good point over here. Yeah. Where it's like you're you're socially cast out of the Jellicles, but you, like once you're a Jellicle, you're always a Jellicle, that kind of thing. Oh, you know? it's like the NWO. You're a Jellicle for life. <laughs> when you're she a Jellicle, the Jellicle you're... Wolfpack. <laughs> uh, so, oh, who? Okay, so I think definitely not Scrimble Shanks. He can go fuck off. I hate Scrimble Shanks. Scrimble Shanks is like was the. Scrimble Shanks is the Horace Hogan of the Cat NWO. <laughs> this is why this podcast is a thing. Nobody else is having this conversation. Nobody. <laughs> uh, I. Um, here's here's what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say, I'm I'm gonna fucking say, uh, uh <laughs> Gus the Theater Cat. Okay, I he, think that would be a solid, a solid choice. He he put in his dues, you know. He's mm-hmm. he's classically trained, 
you know, and like he's not a song and dance man. He's he's giving you like the monologue. He's like really trying to hit you in the feels, you know. He's doing some real fucking acting. Sure, no, I'm fine with that. Probably my vote. I was going to say Mr. Mistopheles as well um, as as a second one. Um, Strong. But I think Gus is the correct answer. Can actually do magic. Strong case. Yeah. (laughs) What a power rank us now (laughs) in terms of top to bottom. We have so much more else to do, but (laughs) all right. And we can also split them up. Which cats are tops? Which cats are bottoms? Sure. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Here's my category. Cat, you would most like to pet. Ooh. Oh, God. I have to touch one. (laughs) I have to touch one. Uh, Bumble Arena. (laughs) Because it's the only one I feel like if I touched, wouldn't give me, like, a disease. See, now, for this one, I feel like I'd be chancing it, but their coat just looks so, like fluffy and like so like lion's mane i'm going old deuteronomy Ooh, okay see all right so petting bumble arena if i'm gonna like nuzzle up next to one yeah old deuteronomy okay so sure. yeah that's more so in my head what i was thinking yeah yeah no problem yeah there's the nomenclature of the language that's all Favorite. um yeah. uh <laughs> the look i'm getting <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. I got hmm. one when you're when you're done. <laughs> uh, go ahead and do it because I don't have one right now. Uh, cat, you would put down first. Ooh, <laughs> the first cat I would put put down, Bust uh, Bustifer. Bustifer Jones. Just, yeah, putting him down. His because also his fucking cat arteries are so clogged. You don't have to. That's gonna happen any fucking minute. It's a mercy killing, number one. And number two, think of the amount of food now that can be spread among the rest of the Jellicles because his fat ass is just eating. Sure, he shares, but he's putting like whole like whole pieces of like like ham bones and other things down his fucking cat gullet that just get him out. Yeah. Get him out. Uh, I'd put down Mungo Jerry. What's your category? <laughs> He just wanted to say Mungo Jerry. That's all it was. That's it. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with cat you'd most like to see in another cat thing. So take a cat, put him out of cats, and make him the cat in another property. Wow. So as an example, like you take Bustopher Jones, and he's like the new Garfield. I was going to say Felix, but yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Um. Uh. Give me McCavity in Toy Story Four. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 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 That's that's a good. That's a Family Feud good answer. Mm-hmm. That is good. Yeah. Uh, I give me hate how quick that came to me. <laughs> I didn't have an answer. It came to you quicker than anything else. Uh, I want to put. Uh, <laughs> I have two answers. I want to put Victoria in 
anything else just because I feel so bad for that woman. That's like yeah. a meta answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like introducing Francesca Hayward. It's like say goodbye to Francesca Hayward because <laughs> she can't do anything ever again. Uh, yeah, she's she's done so. Um, and it's not a cat thing. I guess I don't have a real answer at all. I always want to ha- remake Dreamgirls, but Jennifer Hudson looks like that. Oh, <laughs> somebody already like put together photoshops of just like people that were in cats, but in other movies they're famous for in that in their cat characters. Wonderful. So, yeah, yeah. So like Ian McKellen as like Gandalf in Lord of the Rings and shit, but as Gus the theater cat. Um, they did yeah. Jennifer Hudson in Dreamgirls, but still, mm-hmm. like, yes. Would would certainly love to see that. Uh, unofficially, uh, I would also say uh, put Ian McKellen in uh, uh, like that darn cat or something. Just I want him going full cat. Like he's going like eighty five percent cat in this. Give me a hundred percent cat, Ian McKellen. Hundred percent cat, Barry Windham. <laughs> it's cheating, but it's okay. So, like on a on a real level, like. In just thinking about, like, in the world that we live in, where this this movie was getting the fuck made, regardless of what anyone said or did, uh, how could this have had a better chance of working? I I honestly think if they had just made like a CG like a full CGI one hundred percent cat version. Of of the yeah. musical, like if they did the Lion King, but for cats. Ooh, uh, yeah. Give me, <laughs> give me Bomblerina and Lion King. Um, Fair. Well, uh, originally, like they were gonna do like a, a full animated version. It's like, yeah, that's probably the answer. And Tom yeah. Hooper's like, every Make time I thought about it, just like just have everybody doing the voice of the cats, and then of course you'd get the the, the musical theater people going like, oh, well, this isn't. The, like what makes cats cats or whatever, but like it would be at least like a fucking thirty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes and have made like ten million dollars opening weekend, you know, which is I, well. I think even more than that because everyone had this pegged as the greatest showman thing. Like well, I don't know the if gr- they had it pegged, but they had Universal having it pegged. For this to happen, like it'll probably start out slow, but it'll find its audience and it'll grow. Yeah, and, you know it may it's not the be holidays, as successful, family. but yeah. But like everyone outside, with an outside perspective, like saw what this w- was. <laughs> you know, like th- that was never yep. going to happen. <laughs> nope. It, it. Oh man, I. So so cats too. Let's do it. I'm I'm all in. Let's Dude. find. Let's go to Heaviside Lair. You know you know how you fix this, man. Here's, James Cameron do it. He goes he goes into the room. Here's my plan for cats, and he just draws an S at the end of it, like he did for Alien. <laughs> just cats. thousands of cats. Give uh, me a 17 hour movie, and they just keep introducing themselves. Here's my pitch. Uh, it's called Two Cats, Two Furious. I heard two cats too curious from somebody, and I was also down for that. But go on. Two cats too furious. Uh, you you bring in Ludacris. You bring in Tyrese. You just basically turn cats into the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, mm-hmm. and 
And uh, don't mm-hmm me. Eventually, you get a fucking Dwayne Johnson cat. Eventually, you're getting, you know, a, a fucking uh, John Cena cat. You know, fucking <laughs> Idris Elba's already in the motherfucker. Uh, tell me you don't want to see Jason Statham as a cat. I am so in on this. You have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would be. Now, excuse me while I got my balls. <laughs> That's actually just going to be in the next Hobbs and Shaw movie. He's <laughs> just going to say that for no reason. Because he could probably do it, to be honest. Sure. My God. <sighs> it's incredible. All right, so it was 36 minutes. I think that's good, good. on Catherine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to stop this and then air this separately or just do it as all one? Um, oh, yeah, let's stretch it, huh? All right, let's do it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this all cats edition, Jellicle edition of the Blank Slate. Um, I, uh, thanks for indulging us, uh, this, I wish we could have had so many more people on here, uh, but this was already longer than it ever needed to be. I, mm-hmm. one last, okay, I just want to fucking talk about one last thing. I just, uh, Tom Hooper, this fuck. Fucking hack. I... I still love the parts of Les Mis that you can arguably love uh, if you love Les Mis. But mm-hmm. when in that first go round of memory with with Jennifer Hudson, it was shot in the exact same way that I dreamed mm-hmm. a dream was shot with Fan- Fantine mm-hmm. in Les Mis. And as soon as I saw that, I'm yep. like, I this fucking hack, this hack. Hack, hacked up by a fucking hairball is what he did. Week of the week. Um, he, I he's he is he's in director jail now, right? Like, oh, I'm sorry. He's uh oh, he's done. He's done. I think he's honestly done. Who gives him now? All right. So I he's nobody's ever done. M Night Shyamalan made how many bad movies in a row and then managed to dig himself up out of the gutter. And you figure Hooper at least has the best director thing to hang his hat on for like forever, right? So I think I think it's going to be a long run for Hooper, and he deserves it. He should he shouldn't ever have been anything ever. The fucking guy beat David Fincher, but Fincher directed the fucking Social Network, which we'll be talking about next week. We will. <laughs> like it's it it boggles my mind. That this guy got this chance. And I, this next movie, depending on what it is, I'll be the first person in line just to see the end of it. <laughs> just to see the nail in the in the in the ultimate coffin. But what is he what is he make his Xanadu? Cock. Oh. Why uh, would you say that? <laughs> why would you uh, say that? So just so we don't Well, this is still probably gonna be a, a negative note. Um and so this was kind of a cool bit. So um, in just doing very light research about this, um, apparently when Cats was uh, going up originally in the West End, um, first of all, Mullet, have you ever read any of these poems by T.S. Eliot? No. 
Well, you don't have no, to. No, Sam might have the other night when she went she went deep down the, the jellical rabbit hole after the movie. Well, like you don't have to read the poems because the it's this, it they're straight up lifted from the fucking poems. All the lyrics are the poems. Oh. So Ugh, if you're wondering, I hate that so much. Why none of this shit makes sense? It's because Andrew Lloyd Webber, this is his first show that he did without Tim Rice, who usually writes the book. And he just said, no, 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 we got it. It's here. And then his eyebrows scurried off and went to go eat. Uh, <laughs> but so when they were originally putting this, this show up, originally cast as Grizabella, do you know who it was? I think I recently saw, I, I might be wrong, but was it, wasn't Judy Dench like supposed to be in this at some point? She was supposed to be Grizabella. <clears throat> and then, okay, that's what I thought. And then she slammed a car door on her leg to get out of this. <laughs> she like broke her leg and <laughs> wasn't able to do the show, <clears throat> which like everyone in the show was secretly relieved because she, they didn't know if she could like sing or whatever, I guess. I don't know. I think she was in a show beforehand, but whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. She didn't, she wasn't able to like be in the original West End cast of Cats. Uh, and then, yeah. And then in this motherfucker, she's she's the boss cat of all of them. She's old Deuteronomy. And uh, I don't know. Like, say what we just have. Uh, that's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know, man. It's interesting. It was a thing that happens. Is, is the world is cyclical and Judy Dench had to do this at some point? It was time, her destiny? Time is a flat fucking circle, my man. Again, we'll get into that next week. And this was her fucking jellical ball. And I just farted. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Blank Slate. Thanks for pressing play. Uh, please uh, check us out uh, wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, rate and review us. Uh, th- we have, I mean, uh, granted, this is just at the the whim and leisure of man mullet, so rightfully we don't have that many uh, ratings or reviews uh, anywhere that you can leave those. But if you're so compelled, especially after this episode, by all means, please. Maybe not after this episode. Don't. After the next one, <laughs> rate review one. us. Um, but yeah, also go to arcadeaudio.net where you can find the blank slate uh, as well as all the other shows on the Arcade Audio network of podcasts. Um, uh, and yeah, go to patreon.com uh, slash arcadeaudio to uh, support uh, this show, but more importantly, all the other shows on the network. Um, and uh, yeah, you could follow uh, blank slate at blank slate pod on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks to anyone who filled out the survey, the Arcade Audio survey, uh, we should be announcing, um, who that goes to, or just emailing who that goes to, uh, very soon. And, uh, Mullet, do you got anything, uh, you want to, uh, plug at all? Married Movies. Already uh, mentioned. I don't know that you were. Married Movies on the Arcade Audio Network. Yep. As I said earlier, from when you're hearing this, the Mullet Awards should be live or about to be live. Please go to arcadeaudio.net slash mullet awards and vote for what you think the best and the worst movies we watched in 2019 were. Um, you can find us on all social media, mirrored movies at gmail.com. 
Uh, write us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, I should say now. And, uh, yeah. It's going to be a good, big, event-filled year for us in 2020. we got a lot of different gimmicks we're running. Uh, and, of course, on Patreon.com slash Audio, our gimmick for 2020 is going to be we're going to watch, binge-watch the Fox television show Stacked, starring Pamela Anderson. I'm, so that will be an experience. I've been looking forward to that for a long time. Um, yes. And then... We may have already come up with our 2021 gimmick uh, the other day. <laughs> An accident. <laughs> we may... We, I'll tell you that off air. I don't want to spoil it yet. So. Uh, for, as for me, uh, come and see me live uh, at... I produce Let Sleeping Dogs Lie live uh, at the IO Theater here in Chicago on Wednesdays at 7.30. Uh, go to ioimprov dot com uh for tickets or you could buy them at the box office i uh, love to see you there it's a big ass fucking theater and the more the merrier um and then you can also see me uh saturday nights at bougie adventure uh i'll be performing on january 4th and february 22nd um it is a drunk is a an alcohol laden long form uh choose your own adventure improv set uh, Saturday is 11 o'clock at uh, the Laugh Out Loud Theater. It's a ton of fun. I just got added to the cast. I'm very fucking excited. Um, let's show out. There should be uh, very cheap tickets on Gold Star. Uh, look up Gold Star for all sorts of cheap tickets. Um, yeah. Uh, that's that's it for me, man. Any final thoughts? I'll have to, put, I'll have to send you the video that uh, one of the videos we made on the way to the movie, but uh, Sam drove, and on the way there, I was so excited. I just told Jillian, Jillian, we're going to see cats. We're going to see cats. And we just chanted about cats the whole way to the movie. Uh, so do that from now on. Take your wife to a movie she doesn't want to go see it and make her life a living hell on the way. That's my final thoughts forever and ever. Amen. Uh, thank you, Mullet. Thank you for listening. Um, you're all beautiful, jellical cats in our hearts and, and eyes and minds. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later. Off to the heaven side. The music sucks. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> the even update the music. It's the same fucking so track. <laughs> fucking Casio keyboard bullshit. Casio keyboard bullshit. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.